National Association for the Visual Arts is the peak body protecting and promoting the professional interests of the Australian visual arts. Nava in Conversation is a series exploring the issues and challenges of working in the sector. We speak with artists, curators and administrators to gain insight into the experiences of contemporary practice and seek to propose ideas for change, progress and resilience in both local and global contexts. with Liz Knoll, the CEO of the newly formed organisation ACE Open. Hi Liz, welcome to NAVA's In Conversation podcast. So what exactly is ACE Open? Um, well, ACE is a newly established contemporary art space which is based in the CBD in Adelaide and uh, we are one of um, 14 organisations that are a part of the Contemporary Arts Organisations of Australia network, the KO network. Um, and so really uh, we commission, present and um, discuss uh, contemporary art and artists um, from right through from emerging mid-career to established artists working locally, nationally and internationally. And how would you describe the vision of ACE Open? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's been a really amazing experience the past eight months because we've sort of formed this new organisation and started it from the ground up. So it's been a really great opportunity to, you know, rethink what what a contemporary art organisation and um, an independent contemporary art organisation might look like, um, not only in Adelaide or Australia, but in the world. And so shaping our vision for the organisation has been really central to that and um, has really given us, you know, we've really been provided an opportunity to sort of, um, as I said, rethink what we're doing. So our vision really is around the idea of transforming, expanding, understanding and creating our world through contemporary art. You know, so we're really, we're really passionate as an organisation and focused on looking at our world and understanding our world through the lens of contemporary art. That's Absolutely fantastic. And I think there's a potential for ACE to play such a unique role in both the South Australia and national landscape. But how did mm. ACE come about? Um, the name or the organisation? Both. Well, it was, you know, I had originally moved back to Adelaide as the director of the Contemporary Arts Centre of South Australia, which had been around for 75 odd years. And um, that was based in Parkside on the city fringe of Adelaide. Um, and in the city, um, in the Lion Arts Centre, was an organisation called the Australian Experimental Art Foundation, the East. And really, there'd been a conversation for many years um, around, you know, the necessity for two organisations, the relevance, um, which, you know, there was very different, um, differing views on that. Um, but there have mm -hmm. been an ongoing conversation for a number of years about creating one really strong organisation rather than having the two. Um, and then, you know, as a result of um, sort of funding cuts last year that happened, um, we were sort of put in a position where we really, both organisations needed to reconsider what we were doing, um, how we were going to continue, and the most logical, um, albeit, you know, um, disappointing and hard on many levels as well the most logical and um 
sustainable way forward was to merge the two organisations. So mm -hmm. last year we spent the second half of the year, both EAF and CAXA, working boards and staff working towards amalgamating the two into one new entity. Um, and that was a really, um, obviously a really difficult process, but also a really incredible process to see two organisations working so collegiately, so selflessly and um, so quickly to sort of um, bring together this new organisation. So we, we amalgamated on the 28th of December, I think it was. Um, last wow, year. what a day. Yeah, <laughs> it was very late in the piece, yeah. Um, but it was also done really quickly, actually, which was quite amazing. Like, it all happened very, um, very quickly, given what a huge task it is merging two organisations um, with all that history and those resources and, um, yeah, infrastructure. So anyway, we amalgamated officially, like legally amalgamated on the 28th of December and then um, throughout that sort of period that both the boards have gone through a process of independently appointing a director. Um, and um, that, that was me. I was appointed the director and then we started in, in January. I started wow. In January. <laughs> yeah. the ground running. <laughs> Big time, yeah. I didn't even have a bank account on the first day we walked in. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. No staff, no name, just me and one my other colleague, Sarita, just walked into a new building for us in the middle of January and just went, okay, where do we start? <laughs> well, that's such an exciting opportunity and I really think um, when you talk about it being an independent contemporary organisation, that's incredible and how do you see um, ACE's position um, locally in South Australia but also in a national and international discourse? Yeah I mean it's really interesting I think you know reflecting on that because I you know I worked in Sydney for a number of years and there's a lot more there's far more galleries and institutions for contemporary artists to show their work in in a sort of professional yep. Um, context. Uh, whereas in Adelaide, um, there isn't. And, um, and you know, there's obviously the Art Gallery of South Australia and the University Museums, um, but there's certainly not as diverse an ecology because it's obviously it's a much smaller city um, and then say in Sydney and Melbourne. And so for us in a local sense, you know, I'm one of the sort of um, concerns I guess or points of contention with the amalgamation was you know will this reduce by amalgamating creating one organization will this reduce opportunities for South Australian artists when there's already so few so in a local context we're now the only contemporary art organization independent contemporary art organization that will support artists writers and curators as well across all stages of their careers so that's quite a big responsibility and we need to think strategically how we can work locally and also nationally to create opportunities for South Australian artists and to help raise their profiles and propel their careers. And I think nationally, you know, in terms of the context we're working in, as I said, we're one of only, you know, we're the only South Australian KO network um, out of 14 organisations nationally, which puts us in quite a unique position. And I think a lot of... Um, a lot of curators and 
organisations and artists want to engage with South Australia, want to work with us. Um, and we're really, you know, I feel that we really can be a conduit to that conversation and to bridging that gap. So nationally, I'd like to see us working with um, artists and organisations um, to sort of, to make that distance smaller between not just the Eastern um, Seaboard, but the rest of Australia um, and Adelaide so that we're sort of working um, in a more open sort of uh, uh, collaborative way with other um, regional centres and capital cities. So um, how important then would be the relationships between ACE, uh, OPEN and the other areas within the arts ecology, not just the KO organisations? Yeah, I mean, I think um, we, you know, we have a role, I mean, if we're, we're talking nationally, we're, um, you know, we're in partnership with the Next Wave Festival at the moment um, and First Draft, so we've just commissioned um, we're about to commission a South Australian artist to present new work um, as part of the Next Wave Festival that will then go on to First Draft. So I think there's a lot of opportunities um, to work with organisations nationally. I'm really interested in um, presenting and supporting commissions of South Australian artists um, in, in other exhibitions and other states, in other institutions. So even if, um, you know, a part of our role I see is the advocacy. So, you know, talking to the MCA, talking to Carriage Works, talking to the NGV about South Australian artists and the, you know, and, and the level that they're working at, which is so high. But also, um, you know, I see we have a major role in supporting Australian artists um, because, you know, I think we, we have, I want to bring great art to South Australia and propel as propel Australian artists' careers as well. So I would like to see, um, you know, new commissions and, um, and residency projects where Australian artists are able to come in and immerse themselves in the Adelaide sort of cultural space and sphere and um, create work that responds to social histories and, um, and the sort of current political climate here. So I think, you know, I think collaboration is really core to this organisation and I don't think we can afford to not collaborate. We're really lucky that we have five day studios and a residential apartment, which means that we're in a position to work with a lot of institutions and artists. And kind of thinking about that professional development then, what do you think are the responsibilities of ACE open to artists and to the sector as well? Yeah, well, like I said before, I think, you know, I think we do have a big responsibility because there's, so, there's lots of great institutions in South Australia, but none that quite have the remit that we do. And also the flexibility. We can support administrators, writers, curators, artists and audiences at all stages. Um, so in that sense, our remit is quite flexible. And so I think it is on us to think about what we can um, offer the sector and how we can better support the sector um, and give the sector, the South Australian sector, a platform and more of a voice. So I think as well as exhibiting, as well as commissioning, as well as presenting, we have a role to play in professional development. We have a role to play in bringing great talent, whether it's, you know, whether it's international 
thinkers, writers, um, national artists, international artists to Adelaide to engage with the creative sector here um, so that they don't have to travel all the time necessarily to to come into contact with these people. So I think, and the same applies to NARBA, you know, not everyone can, from Adelaide artists can afford to go to Sydney and participate in programs or courses. So what can we do to bring those, that, that talent and that knowledge to Adelaide and offer it to our sector? Absolutely. And previously you talked about the significance of ACE being an independent contemporary arts organisation. Um, how would you describe that independence and how do you see um, it functioning on an operational and programming level? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a really good question, um, Brenna. I think for me, I say independent because although we are government funded, um, we're not, um, you know, it's arm's length funding. And I think that gives us a certain autonomy um, to say what we need to say to have a strong position, to take a strong position on things that the organisation believes in. Um, and I hope, I would hope that that removes us a little bit from the sort of political, um, I guess, political sort of dynamics that can exist, for example, with state institutions and government. So I feel that we have a lot more, um, a lot more, like I said, autonomy and um, we can say what we want to say. I think, I feel, I mean, I think we all say that the arts aren't censored and we don't believe in censorship, but I, I feel the more independent the organisations, the less, the less censorship they have to impose. Um, you know, a great example of that is we just showed a South Australian artist, Jake, Holmes, um, really impromptu, um, he's just been making these come on Aussie, come on posters, green prints that are in support of marriage equality and we've been able to just, we've just put them up in our building and we're allowed to take a strong position on that. We, we can, we can be pro marriage equality. We can, we can, um, we can convey that through art practice because we don't sort of have to worry so much about sensitivities and political sensitivities because we are independent. So I think that's um, a really important thing. But I also think independence plays out in our program through yeah, not being scared to um, discuss or um, put forward um, really difficult ideas that may some people may deem offensive or really hard to swallow. Um, I think we can sort of be a lot more open in that, in that regard. Um, but also do things that um, might not seem safe, um, take risks, um, take really big creative risks on um, programming ideas, artists, and do things that are a little bit more unconventional um, and that sort of um, challenge convention um, because, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's the, the freedom that independence gives you. And I have to say congratulations for that because really if you're looking at local and global like social um, and political change, we're in this moment of crisis and the fact that ACE Open is able to be actively contributing and leading those discussions is a really important commitment. So we absolutely commend you on that. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was our that's our vision, you know. Like we we sat down at the you know the beginning of the year with the team and the board and myself, and we're like, 
what are, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we so invested in the arts? And, you know, I always think of Narva's campaign, um, art changes lives, you know, and it does. And, and yeah. art has, art really does have the, the ability to transform the way we see the world. And I, you know, that is absolutely why I do what I do and why a lot of the artists I work with do what they do. And I, you know, I want, to um, lead an organisation that that does really try to expand our understanding of the world through contemporary art, and and that means being fearless in taking positions, being fearless in leading that discourse, and um, and having tough conversations that are about much more than art. They're about the world that we live in, you know. Absolutely, I 100% agree. That's where we are, and I think they're becoming more and more necessary because without having that. There are way too many filters and um, yeah. perspectives that become dominant that are hugely problematic. Mm. Mm. And I think art has a way of cutting through a lot of the, the sort of the, the crap, you know, like to be honest, like, it, you know, a work can speak on so many levels in such a direct way um, and, and it really has, um, you know, it can really affect and cause change in that sense just from experiencing one artwork. Um, so that's really where our heart and our head is at with the organisation. And how um, did you get to being the director? Can you describe your background before being at Caxer or Ace Open a bit? Yeah, so I... Um, I was never really going to be in the arts. Um, well, no, that's not true. I was going to be in the arts, but not in the visual arts. And I don't really, don't come from a visual arts background. I didn't really do art at school or do it at university. I did drama and theatre. And I ended up doing a night school um, in art history and just really enjoyed it and um, worked my way up through a number of gallery jobs in Adelaide. And, um, and I was the curator at, Tanzania for a number of years which was the National Aboriginal Cultural Institute and curated a big pop and now show um, with Richard Bell, Vernon Archie, mm-hmm. Tony Albert, a whole range of um, Aboriginal artists and that was really I guess kind of the bridge into you know stepping out of Aboriginal art which is also contemporary art but also into that more broader contemporary art um, realm and then I ended up moving to Sydney um, where I was the curator at Hazelhurst Regional Gallery for about two years but I left because I realised that I'd sort of I felt like I'd become a bit of a kind of institutionalised a little from mm-hmm. yeah, I was only about 20 probably 27 at the time 26 but felt like I'd worked in all these institutions and I kind of wanted to get back to back to the start so I ended up directing the Safari Festival which you know was essentially a volunteer job for two years and it was um you know, 26 emerging artists across seven artist-run venues in Sydney to coincide with the the Biennale of Sydney. Um, And so I really kind of took a step back in a sense and got back to that grassroots level or started at the grassroots level. Um, And then I ended up managing Tony Albert's studio for a number of years and worked as a lecturer at Sydney College of the Arts and and then eventually I ended up going to uh, New York and spent six months working at the Sackler Centre for Feminist Art in the Brooklyn Museum, 
working on a research project there. Um, and I was there for six months, had already been offered the job at CAXA. And um, so it was just a short-term thing. And then I came back to Adelaide. <laughs> Amazing. And do you think that particularly grassroots experience and working and understanding artist practices but also their needs has informed the program and also operational practices of ACE? Yeah, totally. Because I think, you know, I think I realised quite, you know, five years, six years into a career in the arts that, yeah, I sort of skipped that, you know, that sort of um, that stage of like getting involved in a community, like you said, getting to know artist practice and growing with artists. Like a lot of those artists in Safari, I really we've really grown together. You know, I've seen them go on to do other things. I've worked with them in other projects. I've seen them go from strength to strength. And so I think that's really, you know, that that was a really amazing experience. And I'm really, um, I really believe in investing in artists. You know, there's a lot of conversation around, you know, there's a lot of expectation to show as many artists as possible and to not show the same artists over and over again. But I also think there's something to be said for a sustained investment in artists and supporting them throughout their careers, you know, you know, across lots of stages of their careers. So I think in that sense, the ACE program will, um, you know, that will be reflected in the ACE program. We really want to work like long-term big picture with, with a lot of artists. You know, they might start off doing... Um, a mentorship or having a project space show with us at Ace Across and then in three years' time they might go on to have a studio with us. And I think it's I think working with artists from the beginning and sort of investing in their practice and watching it develop and grow is really important. And I'm not really ashamed to sort of reflect that in the program. Absolutely. And I think that's a unique point within ACE as well is this long-term investment particularly in South Australian artists. Well yeah also, and, that, and that's the thing yeah South Australian artists yeah absolutely. And also you guys have made operational commitments to support artists um, whether that's in terms of artist fees or superannuation. Um, why did you want to make that part of the organization's ethos? I think, you know, we have, we made a decision that from the beginning and we're not going to get everything right and we're continually learning, but we want to, we, you know, we really want to set the bar um, for best practice in a lot of ways, in as many ways as we can. Um, and we want to work ethically and um, we are committed to paying artist superannuation. And, um, you know, I think it's really, it's crucial um, because, it's it's tough being an artist and it's not a lot of money, you know, um, but it builds up over the years and it's it's really important for artists to think about their future. Um, and so we have where we can made those kinds of operational commitments. We've also, um, you know, worked with um, the traditional owners, um, the Ghana the Ghana people in the um, community to be able to um, formally acknowledge country and um, place naming on our address so you know it's not just that we work in Adelaide we work on Ghana Yada which is Ghana country so we really tried to embed those um, those ideas and those ethics within the organisation from the, from the get-go and we'll continue to add to them you know things pop up um, where you know we're currently working on how can we 
support um, access, better better support access needs. And in terms of artists, we really are committed to paying them properly. And that's, you know, that's hard for um, organisations because we're obviously under a lot of um, financial pressure. Um, but I think we've got to get this right and we've got to start, um, like I said, setting the bar and, um, and just making it a non-negotiable. Absolutely. And it's so heartening to see organisations take that role and take that position because really then it kind of encourages that best practice across the sector as well. So to take you back, where did the name Ace Open come from? Um, it's definitely um, it's definitely uh, an, an interesting name. I really like it. Um, not everyone will and that's okay. But um, what happened was we, I mean, coming up with a name for an organisation is really difficult, um, let me tell you. And I didn't really want to call it the contemporary something or, you know, I sort of wanted to get away from that. Um, I actually wanted to call it the Art Centre for Everyone. Um, <laughs> and uh, the board had sort of played with the idea of Adelaide Contemporary Experimental. It's like a homage to East and Caxa and... Um, we just kind of, we sort of came to this place where we're like, well, let's just call it Ace um, because I like the idea that, and the board does as well, that it, it doesn't really mean anything, but it, it, in that sense it means something because I think our sector is shifting and evolving so often. We like we liked the idea of a name that was kind of con able to constantly evolve and change with the times. Um, so it's it's ambiguous in a sense, but not um, not not out of uh, like laziness. It was that, it was out of consideration that the idea that um, yeah that um, it's it's constantly changing. It's flexible. It, um, it'll mean different things to different people, and it will mean different things at different times. Plus, it's just a really positive. Um, Ace is a really positive term, you know. Um, and obviously the idea of being open in terms of, um, you know, that's something we really value as an organisation is being open to listening, open to change, um, inclusive and welcoming. So, yeah, that was kind of where the name came from. Well, I like it. I think it's great. Thank and you. I feel like it's like a stamp, like ace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's just kind of fun. And, you know, a lot of people have, We've just obviously gone through a process of branding and everyone's like, it's, it's very fun. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. You know, we can, it can be fun. We can still have really great critical discussion and talk seriously and we can also have fun. Uh, it's so important. A sense of play yeah. nowadays. We play. don't get that anywhere. Yeah. Everything's so serious, uh, you know. Let's just, uh, we can have fun and play is really important, yeah. Absolutely. So for you, what's the most exciting thing you are looking forward to with Ace Open? Um, I think, I guess it's not necessarily one thing that I'm most excited about. Mm -hmm. What I'm really excited about is hopefully <laughs> um, helping contribute to building a stronger more visible and prominent South Australian visual arts sector. To me, that would be 
you know, the mark of success. That is what I'm most looking forward to. There are so many amazing artists working in South Australia and I'm most excited to be able to bring those artists to to the fore and to the rest of the country. And I think if we can do that, then we've done our job really um, successfully. Um, that for me, and, and I guess the other, the other thing I'm most excited about is creating those connections. So creating amazing relationships between artists working globally and artists working in South Australia. So again, seeing, um, you know, I, I think of, for example, when, um, when I was at Katza and we did a huge Richard Bell mural, I was 20 metres long um, in a very public prominent spot in the CBD one of the artists that worked with him, an emerging artist, Luke, um, who worked with him on the mural, ended up performing in Richard's Biennale of Sydney um, Tent Embassy. And I, for me, I get great joy in seeing, in seeing people connect. And what, I, what I'm most looking forward to is seeing those connections grow between Adelaide and the rest of the world. Um, and bringing, as I said, bringing South Australian artists more to the fore. And can you maybe describe um, some of the projects or who the artists that you'll be working with over the next few years? Um, yeah, so we kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, like, um, we, our first project for next year is, um, I don't really know how much I'm allowed to say, actually. We haven't really had that conversation. But um, probably thinking more, hmm. The first project that we're doing next year is a, a really big um, large-scale commission by a new collective called Eleven. And Eleven is um, a group of, yes, you guessed it, Eleven Muslim Australian artists <laughs> um, working all across the country. Um, and that includes people like Khaled Sabi, um, Chida Mabmiya, um, Abdul Abdullah, um, so Eugenia Flynn so there's writers, artists, curators in that collective and we're debuting them I guess you could say um, so they're currently they've currently been commissioned by ACE to create all new work so that's opening in March next year and we're also committed to doing um, an annual artist, South Australian Artist Commission which comes with an accompanying monograph um, so those artists haven't been announced yet, um, but we'll be doing, we're actually doing two next year, we've decided. So we're doing two major essay artist commissions um, and with accompanying publications. Um, we're also doing, as I said, the Next Wave um, Commission, which will be premiered in May at the Next Wave Festival with the South Australian artists. And we're doing a, we're um, facilitating a reciprocal residency project in partnership with the Kochi Biennale Foundation. So we're sending two artists to Kochi, to Kerala, to undertake um, residencies with the Biennale Foundation. And we're hosting two Indian contemporary artists at ACE um, in Adelaide to undertake residencies. Amazing. You guys sound incredibly busy, but you are going to be everywhere next year. I've got an amazing team, so it's... Pretty smooth sailing. That's so exciting. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, biggest congratulations. Thank I you. think um really Ace has launched as a new model that everyone should be aspiring to and I think oh, that's, that's so a phenomenal achievement. <laughs> Head to our website visualarts.net.au for more information on NAVA's advocacy and campaigns for improving the working environment for Australian artists and arts organisations.